Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 8 of the DMV Girl Gang Empower Hour. Today, our topic is on starting a health and fitness journey. Today, our guest host is my childhood friend, Ebony, who is on... Hello, everybody. And you're on a fitness journey yourself, right? Yes. Okay, so before we get started on our poll questions and dive into our topic... How has someone empowered you or how have you empowered someone else recently? Uh, I have a male friend who, for me, two years ago, kind of gave me the empowerment to take care of myself, make myself a priority. Whenever we'd hang out, he'd always ask the question of what what have you done for yourself? And most of the time, my answers pertain to other people, my child, nothing, nothing about myself. Mm-hmm. And so he literally looked at me like, what is this? What's something you want to do? Well, I really want to lose weight. I really want to get rid of this, like, baby weight. Yeah. Okay, what's stopping you? I don't know. Okay, go lose weight. (laughs) And so I signed up for a boot camp on July 5th. And it was just like, never went back. Never went back. Just, I just kept trying every year, something new. So your friend empowered you to start your fitness journey. Yeah, to start my journey and keep taking care of, like, myself, put myself first. 12 pounds, inches. I am at my pre baby weight. Like, I really just want to break that down. Yeah. Just to get, you know, in much better shape, maintain that healthy lifestyle. For me, this last week or so, I've been empowered by my brother. You remember my brother? Yes. So he's like 24, 25 now. But he's become very much like my confidant. So he knows everything that's going on with me. Even though sometimes he say it, he says things like in a butthead <laughs> way, he does give really good advice. He'll do the same thing that your friend does. Like, okay, so what do you want from life? Yeah. And what are you doing? He's snap out you of it. like accountable. Yeah, like snap everything. out of it. Yeah. Stop whining. Basically, get like done. get off your butt. <laughs> get out of your feelings and do what you have to do. So I appreciate it. It empowers me. Even though at the moment it might be like, you're being a jerk. Or like, yeah. let me... Like delivery. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, let me complain. Like, give me a chance to wallow. But he has a point. Before we get to the poll questions, I heard on SNL that the fittest city in the United States is actually Arlington, Virginia. I thought that was so cool. I could see that. Because Because they have all the studios and all that. And people run across that bridge, come to the the National Mall. Uh But anyway, let's get to our poll questions. Uh, The first question we asked was, are you currently on a fitness journey? And we asked this to our ladies that listen in. 66% of the ladies said yes. Which is more than half, way more than half. And 34% of the ladies said no. But hopefully this episode inspires some ladies to to start. So like we said, you're obviously on a fitness journey. I am on a fitness journey, but I will say I am on a break. (laughs) So no, like I was doing so well. And then I went to Costa Rica for my birthday. And then literally a month ago today. And then I came back and I was just like, you know what? I I have to start again. Yes. I can literally feel like the layer of fat becoming lard. I think that's the process of that. <laughs> I feel like, the, like you take that time off that you didn't mean to take off. And then you have that like wake up one day and you're like, what is that? It's the roller game. Yeah. The one that I have tried so hard to lose. And the thing <laughs> is that I'm not at the stage in my fitness journey where I have the control to not let loose on my vacation. It'll get there. So my last trainer I had in October, mm-hmm. he became that trainer that... I was on my way to LA and I remember telling him, I'm going on a business trip. I will be gone for almost a week. We have done really well together. Yeah. What do I do? Can I call you when I go to eat or can I like text you the menu? He's like, okay. And he's like, you can drink, do a light liquor before you drink anything. Have your glass of water before your alcohol. So, so he became that trainer that I'm like, okay, I can vacation and still balance. Yes, I will splurge for dessert, but. No, you can still like maintain it. No, see, <laughs> me on possible. vacation, me on this last vacation, I literally substituted water for like strawberry daiquiris, <laughs> which is like even worse because it's like that mix, that strawberry mix, that strawberry yeah. sugar. And then I only really drank water when I felt like my kidneys were like drying up and shriveling. <laughs> 
<laughs> no. But I'm still on my fa- I, I'm slowly getting back into it. By that I mean I went to Orange Theory once this week. <laughs> That's good. It's a start. It's but so I good. ate Chick-fil-A for, lunch, for dinner today. <laughs> what did you get from Chick-fil-A though? Oh, girl. Spicy chicken sandwich. <laughs> did you take the bread off? One layer. Oh no, mom! No. <laughs> See, you can do it. Take the bread off. And I had a coke to drink, not the drug. You, oh god, no! <laughs> you cannot have coke. <laughs> uh, it was delish. Yeah, add some water. Dilute that. Ew. See, but then you'll say ill, and then you just go for the water, <laughs> not for the whole coke. <laughs> Tricking the mind. Yes. Okay, question number two. I base my fitness journey accomplishments solely on my weight on the scale. 22% of the ladies said true. 78% of the ladies said false. For me, I think this is true in the beginning when you're starting off and you just want to see like quick results. So you're like, okay, I dropped. So I started doing measurements. So yeah, measurements definitely is the best So I started like with the measurements because I realized... I started worrying about the number mm-hmm. and in working out, I was like, well, my clothes are fitting better, but this number's not changing. Oh my God, I'm losing inches. Okay. So it's not the number. Right. Okay. Don't look at the scale. So I try to like weigh in once a week or once every two weeks just to know like, okay, you're not increasing. Cause I think at one, at some point you, you should be losing some. Yes. So as long as you keep track that you're not over gaining or something like that. Yes. <laughs> but definitely inches is what tells you the most. Because you're like, well, I'm still in the same size, but it fits better. The roll's not fully hanging over. The yeah, because they said that fat is more, or muscle is, is denser. What is it? <laughs> you guys know what we mean. Because <laughs> everybody says like that muscle weighs more than fat, but they weigh the same. They just have different density. Yeah. Okay, so question number three. I am more likely to work out if I work out with a friend. 58% of the ladies said true. 42% of the ladies said false. So it was pretty close, like half and half. Um, for me, I do like working out with friends who are serious about working out. Yes. Because you see them trying their hardest and it motivates you to try your hardest. Yes. But I have gone to the gym and like way back in the day before my, before I had kids, I was that friend that would go to the gym and like do like one like crunch and then like start texting or like be on their phone. (laughs) So those kinds of friends kind of. They throw you off. They throw you off. Yeah. So I'll say, like, I like to go by myself in the beginning, mm-hmm. more just to have that moment. I like to listen to sermons if I didn't go to church on Sunday. That's, like, my time oh, that's such a good to idea. catch up, and I'll just listen to the podcast, 45 minutes cardio. And then if a friend is there, sure, we can lift weights together. Like, with this part, it keeps me kind of like, no, I'm not talking to you. Mm-hmm. This is just, like, that time. Because I like to work out for a long time. Some of my friends who do come are like, you're still doing stuff. And I'm like, yeah. How long do you work out for? God. So, like, an hour and a half to two hours. Mm. <laughs> so, I'll do, like, an hour tops. It depends on which gym I go to. So, I'm a member of two gyms. 24-Hour Fitness has a sauna and a steam room. If I go there, I'm there for a pretty limited time. At least an hour and a half. Like, hour, hour and a half. More because I'll do... Like the cardio, the weights, and then sit in the sauna just to feel like I want to sweat off whatever else I didn't get. Like toxins and all that? Yeah, like it feels good. If I go to Planet Fitness, that's like, no, you know what you're doing. This is your routine. Yeah. You're in and out at least two hours because you want to. Sure. Did you really say less? (laughs) Sometimes it just turns into those moments you get carried away. and You're like, oh, man, I've been here this long. You don't realize it. So I'm probably not far along in my fitness journey that I'm not like, oh my god, I lost track of time. I'm literally looking at the clock no. like, ugh. And get on your level. Question number four. I allow myself cheat meals slash days. Obviously, I'm still on a cheat month. <laughs> 93% of the ladies said true. 7% of the ladies said false. But one lady did send in like a, a message and said that she doesn't believe in cheat meals or in calling them cheat meals because that leads to guilt. Yeah, I can see that. So she she does allow herself to splurge from time to time, but she earned it because she she put in the work. She put in the work that. and she does eat healthy most of the time. But I do feel like I heard somewhere that I guess like you have to allow several weeks of your fitness journey to go by of eating healthy before you start splurging. Remaining dedicated in the beginning like, yeah. is imperative. 
Yeah. It sucks in the beginning because I feel like that's when everyone's inviting you to happy hour. Yeah. And you're like, oh, God. So I've learned now. I go to happy hour. I literally just have, like, a salad. I'm that friend that was like, you came to happy hour. You're eating a salad. And you don't drink anything? No, I drink. I have the splurges with alcohol. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, which I probably, those are calories. Well, it depends on what you're drinking. It's not that bad either. What are you drinking? Hennessy. Orange juice. (laughs) Oh, I thought you were going to say something like champagne, which vodka tonic. I'm going to drink. (laughs) Give me the regular one. And then Give me a Long salad. Island. Give me my Long Island. And a salad. That's and a salad. Top shelf, please. But you it provides balance. I don't feel guilty. I used to feel like really bad. Now it's just like, okay, no, you need to chill. Because you're already, but you're already like within that journey. Yeah. Like you're in already way deep in it. I was very strict. Yeah, you have to be or else you're just going to be like, oh, I'll just restart. It's going to be like all the time. But sometimes you have your fall offs and you're just like, okay. All right, seriously, no more. 21 days with the 21 days to like break a habit. Mm-hmm. To make it 28. Push yourself like, yeah. for seven, and it's like, okay, it's not that bad. Question number five: I tend to go on fad diets. Twenty percent of the lady, twenty-one percent of our ladies said true. Seventy-nine percent of our ladies said false. I could say most people. Most people probably do go on fad diets. I feel like in a fitness journey, it's really making a lifestyle. Because mm-hmm. if it's not, you're going to fall back, and you're going to gain, if not gain more. So once you start changing your habits or your views on food, you're a little more conscious. Like, do I really need to eat that? Like, I don't like to eat a lot of meat. Oh, okay. So I'm more like, okay, I'm you can crying. have a chicken here and there. I'm really not big. Or, you know what? Just kick it to fish this week. Like, let's just be a pescatarian this week. That's fine. I don't mind not having meat. When you start researching with them, um, Netflix, what's the health? What yeah, the health? what the health? Yeah, like you have a, I just kind of watch that. Watch no, it. I couldn't. I'm like, no. Watch it. It'll change your view. Like mm-hmm. I just said to one of my girlfriends the other day, I was like, you know, eating that hot dog is like smoking a cigarette. Seriously. So I give my kids cigarettes. Yeah, you do. You're getting in those carcinogens. <laughs> but if you balance it out, you know, tons of water. Like I used to call my friends who like didn't eat meat who were vegans. Okay, I've tried that lifestyle. It's amazing. It's not that bad. Vegan. I've tried it. It worked. It's fun. I love it. I feel like a cloud is lifted. Like you feel good. Is it something to maintain? You really have to like, be serious. Yes. Because you, I, I can't even imagine. I'm a fan of butter. cookouts. I like need, summer's yeah. here. All I'm thinking about are like ribs. Yes. <laughs> but when summer's over, I'm all in. I could go vegan. But did you ever do a fat diet before your fitness journey? I've tried. No, that's anyone who has like does herbal life or anything of that nature. To me, I couldn't maintain for myself like making a shake every day. I like wanted to eat, and I know there are people that are like, no, people get results off of it. And same, I did. I, I did lost, it too. I think, like six pounds in a week, starting with herbal life. But then to like maintain, like I gotta keep buying this. I gotta keep. Why am I still go grocery shopping? Because then I had that attitude of like, well, how am I learning to cook? Like, how am I really learning to like balance right. my life outside of the shake? And it's like, again, no offense. No shame to anybody in, who. Because it works. It works for a lot of it people. Does. And even just like any meal replacement thing, like I did that as well. And I, like you said, I lost 15 pounds in like 15 days. And it was off for a long time, but. Like you said, I need food in the sense that I yeah. need I need yeah. to have real food. I can't keep that up forever. Yes. It's I think it's a good I way to start, maybe like to lose weight fast if you have like an you. event. Yes. Or to give you that motivation. Because when you lose weight, you do get that motivation. Yes. It, but I, I, don't, just like, I just can't do it long term. No. But I, know it, I couldn't last in doing it a long term thing. Girl, in high school, I did hydroxy cut, or was I college? I took the hydroxy cut pills. Really? Yeah. And it was like, the pill actually, the bottle actually says, like, this works better with a healthy diet and exercise. And then I was eating healthy and doing exercise. And then I got to the point where I'm like, well, maybe I'm just losing weight because I'm eating healthy and I'm exercising and it's not because <laughs> of the pill. Yeah. And then, um, so I did Herbalife. I did Slim Fast at one point. At one point, I don't know if it's still out, but... Uh, a Nutrisystem where yes, they send you is. all the food tasted like straight cardboard. Okay. Yeah, it was terrible. And I did that. And the thing is that you lose weight, but then it's not something that you who wants to eat cardboard for all like the time. rest yeah. of their life. So recently, what helped me, and it's actually possible. Have you heard of intermittent fasting? Mm-mm. So it's like when you 
eat for an eight-hour period. Like, all your calories, you're not, like, eating nothing. Like, you eat your recommended macros. And, and then the other 16 hours, you're fasting. Like, you drink water or whatever. Like giving your body a break. According to this plan or way of eating, every time you eat, your insulin spikes. So your body uses that insulin for energy as opposed to using the fat stores. So for those 16 hours, you're kind of forcing your body to use the fat for energy as opposed okay. to the sugar. So, and there's like a lot of science behind it. If you guys are interested in learning more about intermittent fasting, Dr. Berg on YouTube has a lot of like scientifically backed information. So it's not like you're starving. I think people hear fast and they're like, yeah, but it's really just like more of a schedule of eating. Okay. So think of it as like a detox in a sense. Mm -hmm. You're giving your digestive system a break. Yeah. Which are also kind of like rebooting your body. Yeah. And you're not going to bed like with the full stomach and yeah, not like waking up, like, yeah. So I mean, it it's a it's a good plan and it's it's working. Um, once I get comment, you'll get to it. <laughs> okay, so question number six: Seeing other people within my circle who are fit and beach body ready, the options are either motivates me or discourages me. Motivates. It motivates. So eighty-two percent of the ladies said it motivates them and. 18% of the ladies said, said it discourages them. So you said it motivates you. Yeah. So I have a friend. I'll save her name for later. Mm-hmm. But she's one of those friends where I'm like, I see your Insta stories. I see her. You were doing a really great job. What are you doing? I love it. Keep going. How does this work? You're a mom. You're balancing this. What? It's just that extra yeah. motivation. of like, okay, I see another woman doing it. Oh, my God. And mom. you're a mom. Yeah. What's your secret? <laughs> I think I've messaged you too. Like, yeah. girl, what do you do? You look great. <laughs> yeah. It, I think it motivates you. Yeah. It just, sometimes I think people do the surgeries or, you know, mm-hmm. things that aren't super natural. And it does discourage people because you're like, yeah. wow. Because you're never really going to look like that unless no, you get surgery. I'll probably never look how I looked in high school. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I don't think that's really a goal anymore at this point. No. <laughs> No, I just want to be healthy. Yeah. Yeah. I think the goal should be to be healthy for your body standards. Like, yeah. Some of the ladies who said that they're discouraged, a couple of them um, wrote, it makes me think, damn, why am I not there yet? And then someone else said, it makes me feel like hiding. I'll play devil, devil's advocate for this one. So prior to having Valentina, my daughter, my first child, I didn't really have to work out because I played soccer. Remember, I played soccer like for the longest. So I was working out, but it wasn't really working out to me because I was having fun working mm-hmm. out. Yeah. So as college went on and I stopped playing soccer, I start I started filling in. You know what I mean? But yeah. it wasn't. I still wasn't overweight. I wouldn't think. So when I had my daughter, the day after I was in the hospital bed and I looked under my robe and my stomach just looked like a deflated balloon. I was mortified. And then I, I did fall into a postpartum depression. So there was a whole body. The body image wasn't helping. And, you know, it's just a chemical thing yeah. in your brain. So you can't even really explain it. But I felt so down on myself. And I saw moms bouncing back real quick. Yes. And on top of that, I had a C-section. So so I couldn't bounce back as quick, even if I wanted to. I couldn't go hit the gym in six weeks. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... As a cesarean too. You did? Yes. So, I mean, it's tough. <laughs> so I understand. It's tough. And so, I guess at that point when I did see, like, moms, other moms that had their kid, sometimes even after I had my kid and bouncing back faster than I obviously was, it did discourage me to see their pictures. I just felt like people were looking at me like, didn't you have your kid before she did? Like, yeah. what's going on with you? So, yes. it's, I can see why it would be discouraging for some people, Not, even if you didn't have a kid, like... You know, certain situations you might feel like, damn, I do want, I, yeah, like, damn, why am oh, I not there yet? that inner voice that you have to tell yourself, okay, your genes just might, your genetics are set up in that way. Yeah. Well, good for you. Okay, I just don't want to look at you right now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, can, I can't look same. at your Instagram story yeah. right now. I can't look at your, well, back then. I think they had Instagram. Yeah, they had Instagram back then. <laughs> no, they had Instagram <laughs> yeah. back then when they had Valentina. But, um, but now... It definitely motivates me. It's like, and I and I always, if I think you're looking good and you're working out hard, I will comment on it. So like, yeah, girl, do your thing. Yeah. Because I'm not going to hate on you for being, you know, on the way to your fitness goal or whatever. So it definitely motivates. How do you feel about, um, well, actually you do it, when you post like 
when you work out and updates about your fitness journey? I hope it helps people. I hope it just gives that somebody that like, um, the purpose is to like, just get up, just do it. I hope it really like makes someone like, okay, I just, whatever time I can get it in. Get it in. Yeah. Go for it. I was going at 5.30, like, before my trip. and I mean, 5.30, not 4.30. 5.30. And it was great because you did it. Yeah. You were over with it. You got, you know, you took your shower and you just go on with your day. I feel like it adds up. Um, yeah, it definitely gives you, like, a little in particular. surge of energy. Yeah. And if you're not a super early person, okay, like, right after work, have make sure at night you pack your gym bag. Mm-hmm. I'll typically try to pack it at night and then go put it in my car. So then, to me, it's like, there's no excuse. In the beginning, when I started going at 5.30, I would sleep in my gym clothes. That's okay. Yeah. And then it gets to the point where I could get up because I was already used to it. But yeah. in the beginning, I would sleep in my gym clothes. But yeah, so I can see why people would say it discourages them. Yeah. But I think people should take it as motivation. Or if it does discourage you, just like, don't Stop follow. looking at yeah, the Insta story. Stop looking at don't the person's Don't follow, page. like, IG fitness models because that's what they're going to show. So yeah. like, if it doesn't work for you, avoid it. Don't let it discourage you. But if it motivates you, you know, keep watching. And Absolutely. For me, I think I occasionally I'll post when I work out. But for me, I fear posting because, like, like me, like I'm on this month hiatus. <laughs> like, it's like, okay, so now I'm slowly going back to where I started. So now it's like, okay, so all these posts of yeah. you that you were posting of you at the gym, like, how come I'm not seeing the results on your body? It, it just shows that you're like a whole person. Okay, yeah, this is when I'm on vacation. Real. I'm like, I relax. Okay, I took time. It's a month off. long vacation. <laughs> yeah, thirty days I'm there. I'll be back. There's my um, first Insta story. Boom, I worked out today. Day one of however your short-term goal. Like, oh, day one of like one of 14. I'm in there for the next 14 days. Or 21 because that's how long it takes. So, 28. Yeah. Push 28. It. 28. Push it. Push it. So, okay. So, you guys are going to see my IG stories of me at the gym. And the day you. And the day that I don't post me at the gym, harass me and say, okay, girl, you still got 12 hours left in the day. Make time. Go to the gym. Absolutely. Or work out in your house. Yes. Don't worry. There we go. All right. That's what I'm going to start doing. Question number seven was more of an open-ended question. What are some things that are keeping you from starting or sticking to your fitness journey? So let me just say that we've had a lot of IG polls before, but this particular set of questions, we had literally like almost 300 women participate because I, you know, because everybody at some point is on a fitness journey yeah Yeah, or tries to lose weight or is struggling with weight loss so i thought that was so cool so we got so many responses for these open-ended questions um i can kind of name a few and then i'll get into detail about some of them so you know the usual we don't have time uh we work long hours some people work 60 to 70 hours not knowing where to start which i think i think that's big though like not knowing where to start i think with that, people want results ASAP. Get it's up. not realistic. Like, that's the part that makes me kind of get sad. Yeah. Because you might see a, someone, like you said, like bouncing back mm-hmm. or someone who's naturally just a thin person. And that in itself might be discouraging. Whatever your journey starts, just tell yourself, in essence, like, you're your own goal. So, like, yeah. Don't worry about what, oh, gosh, she lost such and such. Okay, you'll get there. Take your time, but you have to be consistent with yourself. Mm-hmm. So don't disappoint yourself. Just, you know, have those pep talks every day. It's okay. You missed a workout, double it tomorrow, add yeah. some extra time. Or that day you missed a workout, don't ever beat yourself up. It's like, just make sure today, like, I eat well. Yeah. To balance exactly. off, like, I didn't get those calories to. I'll eat healthy. Yeah. And just I'll try to go work out tomorrow, not miss out tomorrow's workout. Yeah. I saw this quote somewhere that it takes. For, it takes, I don't know how many days for you to notice the change. And then I don't know how many weeks for your friends to notice the change. And then I don't know how many weeks for the world to notice the change. I like 12 weeks for the world. Yeah, and then 4, 8, 12. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, 4, 8, 12. So the world is not going to see it off the rip. Like, it's going to take time. But you have to stay consistent and not let yes. things, like, knock you off, like, knock you off your path. But in terms of not knowing where to start, literally... All you have, if you don't do any exercise or anything at all, a 
all you got to start with is not eating fried stuff. Like, get rid of all the junk food and processed food. Yes. It's in everything. If people just stop and start reading labels, Mm -hmm. you look at their content, you're like, this has 48 grams of sugar. And you could literally literally start, like, right now. Like, okay, so I, like, a cheeseburger for lunch, for dinner. I'm going to have something that's not fried, something that's not processed. And you can start from there. And in terms of working out, you don't have to have, like, a trainer or have a gym membership. You can literally it's walk around the block. Or at work. Like, yeah. people at my school do stay they actually wake up in the morning and they get to work for 30 minutes early to walk in the gymnasium for 30 minutes before it's, like, yeah. assigned. Baby thing. steps. Yeah. It's just getting yourself moving. And, and that goes back to seeing people on social media or people within your circle. Because these people have most likely been doing this for months years so their body is at a different level of fitness Mm -hmm. you can't compare yourself to those people no but they started where you are at some point so if you want to get to that level you have to start small another listener said knowing what to eat and or not to eat for their body type um again you can just start by taking out the stuff that you know is not good for you absolutely um, another person said something that keeps them from starting is not being physically strong enough, getting embarrassed by how they look working on. They don't know what they're doing. For that, I say you should probably take a friend who you know knows how to handle the gym and work out at the gym just for just while you get the Give hang of it. Encouragement as mm-hmm. well. And someone who's kind of like, it's okay, I've been there. This is where we'll start today. But you can't knock that friend. You can't be that friend that's like, okay, help. Or, and then be like, shut up. Stop bullying me. You're doing too much. Oh, God, it's long enough. No, because if you had a trainer, that trainer will look at you like, you're paying me money. Yeah. This person's doing this for free in the kindness of their heart. Yeah. Just give it a shot. Don't waste your time. Yeah. Somebody said uh, they travel a lot for that. Gyms and hotels. Yeah. You can walk walk outside of your own business. Just, I'm pretty sure there's a gym and a hotel. There's a treadmill somewhere waiting. Yeah. Okay, so someone said, sometimes it's just pure laziness slash procrastination. I can yeah. totally see that. We're yes. all human. We have our days. Yes. But you, you, you kind of got to... You just have to say, how bad do I want it? God, like, summer is here. Okay, it's here. You keep going. Don't stop. Like, I have those mornings where my daughter beats me before the alarm clock. She's, she's literally like, don't go to the gym. Can you stay in bed? And it's like, yeah, but mommy really kind of mm-hmm. like had that motivation this morning. Uh, okay. And I will skip the gym and I'll just go after work. <laughs> but yeah. I'll stay a little longer just for the fact that she needed that time. Okay, I gave that time. Yeah. So I used to feel guilty. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, someone said, children, mom guilt. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah you do so then I started incorporating like the part I at least know like now I'm going to bring her into this oh bring your tricycle oh right and I'll run yes yeah and it works like in her mind like we're racing oh yeah come on race me I just try not to get too far ahead <laughs> as we're racing <laughs> um no that's a really good idea or for me sometimes because I have to go out to work out um but if she's awake or if it's or he's awake or it doesn't work for me to go out i'll pop in like a workout video or youtube some fitnessblender.com is a lifesaver nowadays yeah so you know no excuses to just do nothing yes so we get we get the mom guilt the children mom guilt but you could definitely do stuff at home you could do stuff later in terms of not having time i don't think it's realistic for some people to work out every day at the same time for the same amount of time just because of work again you can start off like one two two or maybe even three times a week do it at home miniature goals miniature goals start somewhere yeah number eight what or who inspired or empowered you to begin your fitness journey one of our listeners said my husband working out with me which i think is the cutest Another listener said, my friends on IG sharing their day-to-day workouts really inspired me. So like we were saying, uh, some people said a special event like a wedding inspired me to start the journey. But with that, you have to be careful because once you get to the wedding and then after that, it's like like me and the vacation. You know what I mean? <laughs> set another short-term goal after that. Yeah, wedding. you have to set, you have to keep setting those goals. Someone was inspired by a toxic relationship pushing them into going to the gym to release the anger. Yes. And then they liked how they felt afterwards, so they just kept going. Those endorphins were released. Yeah. No, and that's really a bit that's of happy. so true. 
children wanting to pass on good habits and to live longer for them. For me, um, it got to the point where after my son, I was finally past the postpartum depression stage. And I was like, you know what? Like, I'm doing this for me, not for my husband. I mean, my kids are going to love me regardless, but I'm doing it for me because when you look good, you feel good. And when you go to the gym, you feel good. And even though the results took a while for me to see them, when they did start happening, you're like, okay, results of the hard work. Yeah, so that definitely motivated me. So I have a friend, her name is Brene. She started losing weight last summer, and I would watch her Insta stories and a lot of her posts. And one of her posts, it was like, you can, she likes to take pictures. I am not a picture taker. So mm-hmm. when I saw like that physical change, I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Like, yeah. Tell me more. She looked great, amazing. And we just started exchanging workouts, just encouraging each other. And then this past September, she actually hit me up and another girlfriend is like, let's be accountability partners. Let's start like That's a so little cool. community. So when you go work out, tag me. Just so you know, like if I didn't get up this morning, I so she lives in Texas, so different time zone. So, cool. so she wakes up and it's like, oh man, Evie's already tagged me. You got to work on it today. Awesome. We just tagged each other. So if you, I didn't tag you this morning, oh man, I'll get to work. And I'm like, dang, she tagged me already. So you get off, you got to make sure you get there. Cool. So, so you guys keep me. each other accountable. Yeah. So I like, I also tag my brother and things. So my brother's my other accountability partner. So it's just having people that are just saying, hey, did you get there today? Yeah. That makes you feel good. So I just want to take a second and thank everyone who participated in the poll. I do have an article and it's called How I Empowered Myself to Kick My Own Butt into Shape. And it's by Jara Foster Fell at the Huffington Post. So she kind of gave different tips on how she basically kicked her own butt into shape. So number one, she said, I keep myself accountable. I did so by starting a 12-week program and creating an IG account and documenting her progress. And eventually people started saying, like, did you go today? She asked her <laughs> friends to keep her accountable. Because then way. people are looking now for those so, stories. Okay, so like, this update? You didn't post today. Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Number two, I soaked up the awesomeness, meaning the good feelings that came over the next few weeks as I stuck to my routine, physically and mentally good feelings. Yo, even if you go once at the gym, when you come out and you're done with your workout, you feel good. Yes. because you. Like, oh, I don't think anyone sad. says, I feel terrible. You might be sore, but it's like the good sore. Yes. That happy feeling of like, I, did I deserve a massage. After and I did something. <laughs> like I actually worked out a muscle that yeah. I feel. I feel it that I worked out that muscle. Number three, I reassessed my snacking habits. When she started feeling good after working out, she tried to flex her willpower muscle too and choose healthy snacks like bananas and yogurt as opposed to chips and cookies. Eventually, that sets in because you're like, I worked really hard for this muscle group. I'm to throw it away. I'm starting to see abs. Um, am I really going to do this today? Yeah. No thanks. Yeah, definitely. Um, number four, shift your perspective on what it means to work out. It's a privilege, not a chore. It's an opportunity to do something that benefits you physically, mentally, and emotionally. Absolutely. It's that time for yourself that everybody deserves. I think... You actually got up and got to the gym. You actually did something outside mm-hmm. an office. If you have an office job. Yeah. Oh, my God. It feels good. Yeah. And you're doing something for yourself that's positive. And it just makes you smile. It I, does. I hope it makes you smile when you say that. <laughs> I don't always smile while I'm working out. It's the after. It's the after. Yeah. <laughs> See, I think you're like a year ahead of me in, in your <laughs> fitness journey. In the beginning, I used to cry. Like, the Stairmaster used to hurt. My mother's in better shape. So for me, that also was like a nudge. Mm-hmm. This lady's like in her 50s. Absolutely not. <laughs> I, just, I refuse to let my mother like outshine me in that regard. Number five, she says, get dedicated. Motivation is fleeting. Be aware of that. So it doesn't sneak up on you while you're trying to stick to your plan. So we all know the hardest part is to stay motivated. I think short term goals really help with that. So I have a race coming up on June the 9th. That was my short-term goal. Then I have, I'm a bridesmaid. So a few weeks after that, it's just like, so what is your goal? First, it was like, okay, you have this wedding. You can't shame yourself in this dress. Yeah. And then (laughs) my mother was like, do you want to do a race? So my mother and I do race together. So I'm like, okay, cool. So boom, sign up for a race. I have another race I'm looking for in August. Like for me, it became setting short-term goals 
that leaves me in the gym. Because now it's like, well, you got something coming up in August. You can't just stop here. Okay, well, after August, what are you going to do? Okay, there's another race in November that I'm looking at. Okay, sign up for that race. It's just like, okay, that race is over. What's next? So it leaves you like every three months, you're pushing your body further to the point where you're just racing all the time. So whatever works for you mm-hmm. as a person, I feel like that in itself. That's a big, it could be it. if you're a vacationer, okay, set a vacation. That's your goal. Yeah. Oh, man, I have Costa Rica coming up. I have Brazil coming up. I have France coming up. Set your goal and then just go for it. Yeah, I have a few trips coming up. This could be my goals. So Costa Rica <laughs> was a goal and I should, you know. Yeah, because then it's just like, oh, But man. I could have been that next, that next trip. No, could be don't even goal. think about that. Just Boom, you set that goal. You're like, this is my next trip. What day will I start? I'm starting I see what tomorrow. you did there. You I, I mean, not guilt. Shut that voice down. Yeah. Seriously, that's a mean person there. <laughs> but that person <laughs> I was about to say, like, I should have done this. But you're right. Boom, she's gone. <laughs> this is today. We're moving forward. I yeah. like this. So small goals. Obtainable goals. Two pounds. A pound a week. Two pounds. Just think of, like, how many calories are in, like, a pound of fat is like three three thousand five hundred. Have you seen the actual pound? What a pound is! It looks really gross, actually. Yeah. And then when you know that that's only one pound, you're like you're like what? I'm about like twenty overweight. <laughs> <laughs> like I have several of those. <laughs> that's a problem. <laughs> what the hell? Please watch it. <laughs> okay, I'll watch it. I encourage you. But I'm gonna watch it after this weekend because I have several cookouts. But I can't. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Monday, I've already literally planned my cookout, <laughs> and I know that I'm going to like not eat well. But I've already told myself one hot dog per house. <laughs> <laughs> if you, you reach that max of two, that next house. I hope they have fruit and I hope there's salads. That's available. two cigarettes you're smoking right there. Absolutely. <laughs> puff, puff but I mean, you, you start somewhere where you just, you don't feel too bad, but you remind yourself like, okay, those are calories. I know I'm going to cookouts today. So do I want to eat breakfast? I might want to eat like a light breakfast, oatmeal with some food. Mm-hmm. A, a green smoothie. Yeah, something small so that yeah. you're yeah, kind of balancing yeah. the, the naughty and day. And if I'm gonna, gonna if I'm gonna them. eat bad today, I'm gonna make sure it's like in the middle of the day and not right before I go to sleep. Stuff Absolutely like that. Not and I'm gonna like balance it out with a lot of water. Yes. Yes. How this is your plan for the body. weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Please drink water. Are <laughs> <laughs> you feel your lips drying out? That's already a sign you're in dehydration. My lips are choppy right now. <laughs> <laughs> Number six, get out of bed. It's half the battle. So true. Just stop, Nike. Just do it. Yeah. Because once you're there, I mean, more likely than not, you're going to work out. You're already there. It doesn't have to be two hours like Ebony. No, absolutely not. not. (laughs) (laughs) That might discourage someone, but just start somewhere. 30 minutes. Start with 30 minutes and then work your way up. If it's like something. Yeah. In time. If it's something that's really, like, not attractive to you, working yes. out and getting up out of bed to go work out, start with 30 minutes. You don't have to work out in the morning. You can work out after work. Yes. You can work out at night. As long as you're getting that workout in. In your fitness journey, you start to realize time is very valuable. And so when you start looking at where you divvy time, like, happy hour, you're there for two hours. If that's an just everyday thing. You can look and realize, like, oh, God, I just got a happy hour. It's 8 o'clock. Man, I didn't go to the gym today. That becomes a habitual thing. It's kind of like, look at yourself. Write down your time. And then when you realize, like, I had time today, start just adding that time in. You don't have to necessarily cut all the fun out. Mm-hmm. Enjoy go your friends. lunch break. Yeah. Or go in the morning. If that's possible. If I could go on my lunch break. Oh, my God, that would be amazing in the middle of the day. <laughs> I tried. It wasn't for me because then you're all sweaty in the middle. Of, like, And then I don't like public showers. That's why I prefer to work out in the morning because you work out and, and then you, you go get back home and shower. Just shower. Mm-hmm. That's what everybody has a preference. You there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven, enjoying how you move is crucial. Some people like to lift. Lifting is not for everybody. Some people like to run. Like, just run around their neighborhood. That's not for everybody. So do something that you like to do in terms of what you do to work out. Like, like I was talking about in high school. I played soccer throughout my whole childhood. And then, to me, it, that wasn't really working out. I mean, it was. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things. But I was just like... It's a game. innate. It's just like, it's a routine. Yeah. Yo, I, I could run, like, 
10 laps around the soccer field, no problem. Yeah, like, I'm like, okay, this is just a part of the sport. I feel like when you start to work out and it becomes a task, it's not fun. Yeah, it's not you fun. You don't want to do it. So find something you want to do. Mm-hmm. Even if it's like a mixed martial arts class, kickboxing. Or switch it up during the week. Number eight, she says, make friends who motivate you. In her article, she meant specifically like friends at the gym or friends yeah. that are in a fitness journey themselves, like you were saying. My mom used to say, buzz and feather flock together. Mm-hmm. Just find people that enjoy that lifestyle that mm-hmm. it's kind of like, hey, let's see at the gym today. What's going on, buddy? Nothing's harder than being on a fitness journey and especially in the beginning when you're starting and you're trying to like eat your Tupperware, like prep meal prepped food. And then you have your friend who knows you're on this journey, and then they're eating cheeseburger next to you, and you're st- and you're just starting off, and you're trying to stick to it. Like have people that kind of support you in what you do. If Start you tomorrow. do break again, cut it in half, take a piece of bread off, so you don't feel as bad. Don't put any. <laughs> you know what kills you in terms of fast food is the actually the condiments. I love ketchup. Though. I love barbecue sauce, <laughs> like the Chick Fil A sauce that everybody loves. That's like the worst thing you can have. Because it's a combination of ketchup, barbecue sauce, and mustard. Well, mustard, I think, is like the least caloric dressing. But barbecue sauce and ketchup? Yeah, there's just sugar. Yeah. So it's really bad for you. Because barbecue sauce is literally just molasses. (laughs) 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 But I I love it. (laughs) Number nine, she said, create time to unwind. Give your body time to reset. And unwind your mind and spirit. Basically, she's saying like those rest days are really just as important as your workout days. I mean, don't give yourself like five rest days and two workout days. Like usually, it's one rest day, one or two rest days. Have a healthy balance. Like Mm -hmm. push yourself two or three days, but when you feel your body saying, "I think you should chill today," yeah, chill today (laughs) because your your muscles do need time to 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 recuperate. Yeah. I just think of those days you try to push yourself and then and you become extra discouraged because you're twice as sore the following day. I was going to say, because you're just really sore, you can't even sit down to go to the bathroom. And that's very uncomfortable. Yeah. And you TMI. can pull something. Yeah. You can really push yourself. And then you'll be out for like weeks. Even longer. And that itself can become discouraging. That was a pretty good article that she wrote. And I think it hit a lot of the good points. Yeah. I would definitely include village, village emphasis on just people that make you feel good about yourself. People that just give you those gentle reminders, like value yourself, prioritize yourself. Because the friends that make you feel guilty for not making happy out and not hanging out or doing certain things, maybe shouldn't be the friends you might tell about your journey just yet. Mm-hmm. Just do it. You might need might, let, let them see you and just see you and notice themselves. Yeah, they're like, you will see you around anywhere. Like, oh, I'm at the gym. Sometimes in your fitness journey, you really might have to start off just by yourself and mm-hmm. you are your own encouraging voice. Yeah. So, like, Girl, loving I just want to let you know that you're inspiring the heck out of me. <laughs> that's, a, that's the time. Like, after having Libby, I had like a, a semi quick snapback. Then I had that moment of like super sadness set in and I started to gain the weight back. Mm-hmm. And then when my grandmother passed, it was like, onset, baby weight, more weight. Oh my yeah. God, you're getting back to that weight that you definitely don't want to be at. And you have to say, what, what did your grandmother say? You're getting big in the hips. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just really having those conversations with yourself. At the end of the day, you're like left with you. And when you look in the mirror, fully uncloaked, you're just kind of like, do I like what I Do see? I like what I see naked? And if you don't like what you see, it's okay. There is someone definitely that likes what they see. Mm-hmm. It's just you know what you want for yourself. If you really want it, just go for it. Yeah, and it definitely goes back to self-love. Yeah. Because I think you should try to love yourself at every stage of your fitness journey. Absolutely. Especially in the beginning, it might be hard. You're never going to start unless you tell yourself, all right, I need to start. Like, you have to do it. It has to be for you. Like, if you do it because someone else looks good and you just want to, like, be at that level or look as good as them, it's not, like, a good reason. Like, literally, you are your own competition. Mm -hmm. Every day, it's like, I crushed my run from last week. I'm like three minutes faster. That's a good thing right. to tell yourself. Even if you see that the girl from last week who runs near you on that same treadmill, you're like, she's pretty fast. She looks, she's gonna, don't even look at her. Yeah, don't even look at that. It's like, it's like trying to compare. How tall are you? Five three. I'm five six. Oh, like, I probably weigh way more than you. 
And so my point is, like, you can't compare two different, completely different body Apples types. Apples and oranges. Yeah, you can't compare. Like, I have a lot of friends and acquaintances who are petite, five feet, five foot three, below five feet. And when I stand next to them, I'm a freaking giant. And if I pop on heels, I'm even more so. And there's no way that I can be 90 pounds with these, like, you know, yes. girls that are four foot 11. I'm not, I'm never going to be nice. If I ever am 90 pounds, I'm severely malnourished <laughs> and on the verge of death. <laughs> I will call you everything okay. I'm on the verge of death at that point. But, like, even in high school, I think. My freshman year, I was 135, I which 145. is like 45. I haven't seen that number in years. I was 135 in high school, like my freshman year of high school. And I was like in my peak fitness, like <laughs> literally I could just run laps all day. And I know my petite friends, 135 is they're like, they're overweight. But they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're pretty heavy. Yeah. So for me, that was looking really fit. So let I me, mean, my point is that it's different, different body types, different. Because some people can weigh the same and you're just carrying it. Like some people are bottom heavy or top heavy. Same number. You're like, whoa, you you look a certain Mm -hmm. way. Don't compare. Don't even ask. (laughs) Yeah. Like my goal, to be honest, my goal weight or like what I would like to stay in would be between 150 and 160. I'm going for 150. That is like my goal. But if I don't get the number, I'm like, it's okay. As long as my clothes, if I drop another size. That's like, more oh, important. Shoot, I dropped a size. How much do I weigh? Well, I didn't know I could weigh this. And still fit, fit that. Yeah. So that's the whole, like, sometimes the skill can throw you Definitely. Off. But, yes. Yeah, so my that. clothes, when it starts feeling a little tight, I'm going to hurt. Or you, you might jump on the scale like, ooh, I didn't know I was getting there. But see, right now, if I were to wear, to put on the same bathing suits I wore in Costa Rica. <laughs> so the bathing suits I wore had a lot of cutouts. So my goal was, I want these bathing suits to fit so that. There's no, like, excess pud squeezing out of the cutouts. Yeah. And it it was great. I felt great in my bathing suits. But I feel like if I don't put them on, it would be like... <laughs> like, have you seen those little Play-Doh machines that you squeeze the Play-Doh through? And it's just and like... And then oozing out of the sides. <laughs> so that'll be my motivation yeah, to get me started. Yeah, them on and just look at them and you're like, how does this fit? Disappearing. Yeah. Yes, that, that is the goal. So definitely. So the number is... Important, but it's not as important as how you feel and how your clothes fit. I think that's the best way. I think when I had my second child, what I would do is I would just buy bigger clothes. And that's not the way. So once I started losing weight, I had a friend say, throw fat clothes away. Keep one pair of pants. Mm -hmm. So if you ever started to gain and you could fit those pants, that is your sign. You are on the wrong path and that you have going no in the more wrong direction. <laughs> you have nothing to wear. So you might want to start hitting the gym. You yeah. might want to start cutting back on those calories. Cause I'm not shopping. Like you have to tell your, I'm not shopping for that body anymore. Yeah. Especially when you have your whole closet full of like the smaller size and you can, and it's attainable. Yes. It's not like, okay, if you went from like a size 10 and you have your, your whole closet is a size eight, you can do that. Don't hold on to like high school clothes when you were a size two. I was a size two in high school. Never ever will I ever be a size two again. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. I was an eight. I wouldn't mind being an eight again, but like I'm an adult woman now. Well, I have children. Hips. I was gonna say I have children. I got hips now. And I didn't know. I didn't have those same hips in high school. No, <laughs> baby bearing hips. Before we say goodbye, we do have our knowledge is empowerment segment, and it's just kind of to to keep the conversation light. So we have our word of the week, which is muley ebrity. Muley ebrity. It's a noun meaning the quality of a woman, femininity. So a way to use it in a sentence would be a woman's. Muley ebrity, I'm like sounding it out. A woman's muley ebrity is best expressed by being your own true confident self and not by dressing a certain way and or conforming. Muley ebrity, femininity. And the fact of the week is your nose and your ears are the two body parts that will never stop growing, which sucks because I have the hugest ears and the hugest nose. I've always thought like that I've grown into my nose a little bit, but seeing this little fact that your nose and your ears are the only two body parts. It's a bit discouraging. It's discouraging because I haven't really grown into my nose. (laughs) (laughs) It's just been growing maybe slower now, but it's still going to keep growing. It fits you. You're secure. Yeah. I'm feeling good with my nose. But after I saw this, I'm like, damn, by the time I'm like 100, I'll be looking like Dumbo. If you get to 100... You've been doing something right. Your lifestyle totally wrong. It's a fitness journey. 
<laughs> the fitness journey is going to get me to 100. Even if I got a big nose and big ears, forget you all. <laughs> I was going to say forget the judges. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that I, That's so appropriate. I love my nose, okay? It provides shade in the summertime. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> well, you know what? Your nose, your ears. You love it because at the end of the day, they make you you and they make you the most unique version because there's no one else out there that's going to look like you. Before we say our goodbyes, do you have any special lady in your life that you want to shout out or just empower yourself? Outside of my friend Renee, my mother, because my mother's back on her journey, she gained a little weight back. And so she's kind of has fallen back into that, like, oh, God, I'm looking at the scale. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you have done really good. I saw a picture of your mom the other day. Yeah. I had a message. I was like, so, your mom was. Yes. Did you tell her? Yes. And she's like, who told you that, that I have gained some weight back and it doesn't look the same? And I'm like, mom, seriously, it's not that I'm bad. I'm seeing a current pic and you look great. Yeah. Like. Relax. Yeah. Which <laughs> brings me to my shout out. I want to shout out all the ladies out there who are working on themselves. All you ladies who are learning to love yourself at the beginning of your journey, your fitness journey, in the middle of it, at the end of it, if you've reached your goals. I think self-love is learned. Yes. I think when you're younger, you're more easily influenced by your peers and all that. So If you're younger and you're listening and you're like, you know, you don't feel as confident, it comes with time. It comes with surrounding yourself with positive people, people who are not judging you or who aren't shaming you. Yeah, people who aren't, you know, fake, I guess you could say. But just props to everybody who's on their path to self-love. Because it's not easy. It's not the same for everybody. For some people, it's easier. For some people, it's harder. But just know, like, props to you for doing what you have to do. Maybe you want to work out more. Maybe you want to eat healthy. Maybe you just want to be more positive or look at yourself in a more positive light. Shout out to you guys. You're on your way. You'll make it. Girl power. And on that note, I want to take this time and thank you guys for listening in and listening to our episode on starting your health and fitness journey. I hope we've shed some light on the topic, given you some tips, given you some encouragement so on and so forth. And I want to thank Ebony for being our guest. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. I hope you come back. I hope she invites me back. (laughs) (laughs) And thank you guys for listening and hope you guys tune in next time. Bye. Bye.